It's hockey weekend. What's up, Wolverine fans? Mike here on the podcast. And uh, it's hockey weekend. It's a three-day hockey weekend. Wolverine Nation takes on the Magicians this week. I'm your host, Michael Cook, and along with me, Mr. Isaac Smolden. What up, what up, everybody? Uh, Yeah, big three-game series, the last three games of the regular season, but you know what, Mike? What's that? We have a very special day today. Mm Mm-mm. Because it's Mike's birthday. Oh, man. Ding, ding, ding. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, oh, man. T- 29 oh, for the man. Tw- 12th year in a row. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I think I'm, uh, gosh, you start losing count after a certain age. Uh, but uh, I think I'm turning 38, but I feel like I'm 48. My body. I mean. Man, cry about it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> 38, uh, so old, ancient, ancient. ancient no, I lived right, through folks? the best times. I lived through the best times. I lived through the 80s. Well, I was born in 84. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I was 84. a 90s. Man, the 90s were great. <laughs> I'm such Nickelodeon a 90s gack. kid. I'm uh, such a 90s kid. Gosh. May 20th, 1999. The 90s, Whoa. fantastic. Yeah. Holy. You don't remember the 80s. <laughs> Get over yourself. Listen I, I remember, listen, I think I remember 89 and above. <laughs> nine, nine, I remember 90. I remember 1990. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> let's anyway, get into it. Let's anyway, get into let's it. Let's get into it. So let's you were uh you were uh, up in Fairbanks. Drove, this yeah, I drove to Fairbanks. Uh got to see him play in the uh Big Dipper. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So, you know, I literally I literally got there at six forty five. Puck dropped at seven thirty, pulled into the parking lot straight off the highway, got in and uh, it was really cool. The guys were like just getting off from uh, their skate their practice or whatever for the game. Uh, warm up, warm up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's your birthday. You don't uh, have to. I get so many excuses today. You're, yeah, you have all the excuses today, and uh, and it's a big work weekend, so yeah. we'll let it pass. We'll let yeah, it pass. Yeah. Anyway, so big I, night Friday. It was big night Friday. So I mean, golly, those fans were wrapped around the building. Like like when you go into the Big Dipper, if you've never been in there, uh, there's like an Arctic entryway that uh, it's like three people deep, but it's like a good uh, fifteen feet long. And it was just three lines of people all the way back, and then it went out the building and around the back. People were there because they wanted that cup. And I think it was their family weekend. Too. It was. It yeah. was because it was their last two games of the regular yep. season. And it was. I, I mean, when it that. when it came to the cup, I mean, Friday night, it, man, two great games this weekend. But yep. Friday night, I was really happy to see us win. If for no, I mean, obviously, two points. Oh, it's so, so important. But but it kept it kept things interesting on Saturday because listen, then whoever won on Saturday won the cup. Listen, so uh, I think the first Ice Dogs goal, uh, they got it declined because of a kicking. So oh. so uh, what they were contesting was was they scored it, it came back out, and then he kicked it. <laughs> so, but still, you kicked Listen, it. Listen, we might have <laughs> kicked it, but like... But it was after it came back out of the it, day. It was already in the net. <laughs> then we kicked it. So so, yeah. they, so they still declined that. Yeah. They still declined that. I mean, uh, send it to Toronto. It's the null. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. Like, and there's then no the, video replay. Then there was a goal. Well, it wasn't a goal, but it was funny because it was a crossbar, and the goaltender, or is that what you call him, a goaltender? Uh, the guy who watches to make sure the puck goes in? Uh, uh, goal judge. Goal judge. The goal judge actually lit the light. But it bounced mm. off the red. It bounced off the crossbar. So yeah. everyone's like screaming yeah! because the light went off, and they're like, "No, no!" It hit the crossbar. It was. It was just. It was just crazy, crazy. And then I think Friday. We'll have to get with coach on this one. But I think Friday, uh, second period, there was uh, ten minute, two ten minute majors and a five uh, five minute. Mm, that was. I think that was, was Saturday. Saturday. So so on 
Friday, yeah, it was uh, read it was, the stats. So on Friday, Jackson Croc scored eight yep, thirteen. Yep. I have ass- that video assisted by uh, Clay Allen and Cooper Morris. Hold That's on, Cooper's thirty second assist of the season. Yeah. One goal, thirty two <laughs> assists. We call him the assistant. Thirty two assists. <laughs> Give him oh a my Let me tell you about that goal. So get this, get this. So I'm collecting like you know we're in broadcast and I'm always trying to get that goal going in. So I go down to the Ice Dogs net. I'm behind the net. I got the camera. And uh, Ice Dog fans are awesome. They're, you know, I'm wearing the Wolverines jacket, got the camera. They know who I am. And uh, one of the guys jokingly had said, hey, man, you might want to go down to your goal because that's where the action is. And I was like, I'm just here to try and catch a goal. 30 seconds later, crock, wham! I got the video, and I was like, I think I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was fun. Yep, yep, and then the second goal that game, uh, it was actually the last goal Anchorage would yeah. score on the weekend was Hunter Schmitz with his Schmitz. 10. He Schmitty. actually just won uh, with the Players Award. He won mm-hmm. Most Improved Player uh, on Very the good. season as voted on I, by his teammates. I think so. that I think those last two games helped him. Yeah. I think, yeah, those last two yeah, games. Yeah, no, he looked him. good this week. And that was his 10th of the year uh, Most Improved Player. It's it's funny because um, that was that was my award, Most <laughs> Improved Player. I, I got that more, you know, I can't, can't be the talent Sigurdsson of the team, oh, just no, like MVP no. top offensive player. It was like, hey... Like, Isaac, you really sucked when you got here. But you know what? <laughs> You're you sucked better. a little bit less by the end of it, uh, which not the case with Hunter. I mean, he's been such an energy guy all season. And to me, that award comes, like you said, with this last weekend and really with his second half of the season. Um, you know, the energy's been there all year. The skill's been there all year, and they're just finally starting to fall for him points-wise, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, well-deserved on that award. But, uh, uh Let's see. Uh, Rathan Robbins was in net for both games, and let me tell you something. We'll, we'll talk about Saturday's game now. Saturday's game, they put Robbins to the test. I'm talking like he was just nonstop, and it was just left, right, you know, block, go get up, go to the right. I mean, he was just working. We spent so much time in that zone, in our zone, and uh, my God, I just... I. I'm like, man, Rathan is not getting a break. He's just yeah. going and well, going and I going. Mean, first shutout of the season, though, on, on Friday night. It, <laughs> yes. Listen, I, Rathen, listen, it only took you 59 listen, games of the regular season to get one. Listen, but, I no. always try to hold the phone and be, get the video because Rathan, I had never seen him really smile or jump around, but he was jumping around like he just won the Stanley Cup or something. I, it was just, it was great. Tell you what, that's a time to get your first shutout. Uh, <laughs> game, or I guess not game 59, game 55, <laughs> it would have been, uh, yeah, if, if you're going to get a shutout, two points against the first place team in the league to to keep pace in the playoff. But picture. see that was that's that's when you want that shutout. Yeah. If they would have if they would have counted that one goal that went in that that I guess I guess it went in. There was one goal that the Ice Dogs had where did I say this already yeah. where they they kicked they thought they kicked it in. If they would have counted that it wouldn't have been a shutout. No. So thank goodness thank uh, goodness for the, thank goodness the, the for, hockey gods for them making the call on the ice <laughs> and it not being able to be reviewed because yep, yep. I mean that's but, always uh, that's always scary, right? When you have to go to go to Toronto. We don't have a Toronto. We just yeah. have a refs on the ice. So, <laughs> but Saturday night, Saturday again, packed, packed, packed. Uh, our guys were just. It felt like they were like a hundred and ten percent. I mean, they were just trying so hard, so hard to get it into the uh, ice dog zone. And, and, and it's a sh- tough crowd to play I mean, in front of. Golly, but I give it to their goalie. Their goalie's on fire too. Yeah, Hargraves just he looked man, just a cow. goaltending duel all weekend. I mean, only four Jeez. goals scored between the two teams. Two to zero for Anchorage on Friday. Two to zero. Then the other way is Fairbanks wins on Saturday. They take the Club 49 Cup by one yep. point. Just one uh, point. Are you kidding me? I mean, the crowd uh, was cheering. We uh, want the Cup. 
We, I mean, come on, fans, uh, Wolverine fans, step it up, man. Just, uh, I mean, it's crazy. Like one, you know, one one goal game that we had against Key and I or against Fairbanks, mm. like that swings the other way, and all of a sudden it's just. Speaking uh, of speaking of keep it up, though, they had their uh, jersey auction. Uh, Wolverine fans, friends, family, we got to step it up next year. I'll I'm talking. We talking. lucked out this year. Yeah. We lucked out as far as the jerseys go because the jerseys <gasps> found were out. affordable this year. Yeah, they were affordable because an Ice Dogs jersey, minimum price, 1500 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Minimum. Yeah. I think the most expensive one went for like $4,500, maybe $5,000. Um, but I did find out who took Robin's jersey. Uh-oh. Yeah. It wasn't his dad? No. It was a fight between Oscar, one of our mm, camera guys. Yep. yep. And uh, our only camera guy. Our Shout only out to Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. Uh, but Oscar took it and he was betting against somebody online or something. Like I can't remember who he said it was, but I think it was a, a, a family member, but it wasn't Rathan's dad. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But God, yeah. But he, he was the one driving the price up. Yeah. So he's got, he's got Rathan's. Okay. So, so that ties into uh, one of the things I want to talk about looking forward mm-hmm. this next weekend. We have the home Jersey auctions and it's going to, it's going to be big. a little bit different. So for all of the players that are not natives of Alaska, Mm -hmm. all of those jerseys are going up online throughout the weekend, auction will end usually a couple days after Mm -hmm. the last game. Um, And those will be available online so that family members can bid on them easier. Yep. But for all of the local Alaska guys, you know, we have nine or whatever it is right now. Is it nine? Holy cow. I know nine. The Morris boys. The those jerseys are like going it. to be only available for bid yeah. in the rink. Yeah. So it's gonna be a live auction. We did that with some of the throwback jerseys last home weekend. That was and that was a lot of fun to watch. Just yeah. like you have just pointing up at the crowd, like, okay, three hundred for you know, yeah. it was it we was gotta exciting. step it up though. We gotta step it up. Yeah, get I mean, hey, like this is your chance. Uh I as as things progress, it's the first season. As things progress, I uh, think those jerseys are going to get more and more expensive. So if you want your piece of Anchorage Wolverine well, I mean, history, think about the inaugural home jersey. I mean, get think it about now. It. Sigurdsson's jersey is probably going to go for a good amount. He's already committed. He's committed yep. to uh, what you call it, um, ASU. ASU. That's going to be an expensive jersey right there. Uh, so yeah, so uh, it was great. Uh, going back to Saturday's game, we didn't mention this. There was uh, we got to find out, ask coach about this, but there was. There was two major penalties. Um, I want to say it was Brown and someone else who I can't remember. But so it was that in the second period, yep. it was second Reineke, yep. Reineke, and then Tyler Stewart. No. Uh, no. Reineke gets a roughing 10-minute unsportsmanlike. Yep. Yep. Danny Reese gets fighting major 10-minute misconduct. Marcus Lund, cross-checking, unsportsmanlike yep. conduct. Yep. Tyler Stewart, so, fighting, five-minute, so ten-minute misconduct. <laughs> and it's all all of these penalties. Well, okay, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine penalties that occur at the 12-24 mark in the second, and there is one other penalty the entire game. Yeah. All of them took place in the second. So you yeah. go to the Null website right now, and it's like 12-24, Jackson Radke, 12-24, Jackson yeah. Radke, 12-24, Jackson Radke. <laughs> it was Radeke. huge. It was huge. So basically what happened was, was the Ice Dogs, I guess, cross-checked one of our players. It pissed him off, so then he pushed him back. When he pushed him back, he pushed back, and next thing you know, because they were all in a scrum up against the board. So it was like four or five players right there, and they just went all at it. But then our two guys, from the way, from what I heard, our two guys... Uh, both got 10 minutes, but one got a two and a five, and one other one got a five. Yep. But for the exact same, pretty much the exact same leveled penalty, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, they I should both extra, have been. The extra penalty was Reineke for 
uh, he got an extra cross check for instigating it. I think is how uh, it shook I out. See, I didn't. See, I so didn't see anything. That was the that was the one extra, or maybe the extra was a rough, and then the cross check was assessed first because the cross check was served by Cameron. I think. I mean, man, they and then of course the I, I guess. I wasn't paying attention. I guess they just went back in the locker room because their penalties were longer than that period existed, so they just went back to the locker yep. room. Because um, I don't remember really paying attention to see if they came back out, but I think they did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can you can go into the locker room if it's a 10-minute misconduct for the remainder of the period. So, yeah. Yep. As long as the time in the period left is less than the time of the penalty. Anyway, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Uh-oh. It's... The Math Corner with Isaac. Uh, <laughs> this is something new. Three games Wasn't left. briefed about this. Well, I mean, it's the same thing we do every week. Okay. Let's take a look at the standings, folks. Yeah. We have oh, three, game. three games left. Uh-huh. We have a game in hand against every single team other than the Minnesota Magicians, who are mm-hmm. mathematically eliminated. That doesn't matter. Yep. Right now, there are five teams that matters for the Midwest playoff race. No one has clinched first place. The Ice Dogs and the Junior Blues, they are both guaranteed playoff spots Mm. and i believe and i'm correct the ice dogs can do no worse than second place in the midwest division so Mm. they will at least have home ice advantage for the first round of the playoffs okay fairbanks in first with 77 points springfield two and fairbanks is 60 games they're done until the postseason yep springfield two games remaining 73 points if they tie fairbanks i believe they have the tiebreaker which is why first place is not clinched Springfield is playing against the Janesville Jets, who sit Mm. one game behind Anchorage, uh, or one more game played than Anchorage, one point back. Janesville drawing Springfield, honestly, um, at this point, you know, early in the season and even midway through, we were saying, like, you know, how awesome is is it that Anchorage is even in the playoff discussion? Uh, I'm going to be frank here. Anchorage, in the last month, has had probably the easiest road to the playoffs. They had a chance to play the 8th place team, the 7th place team. They had to play Fairbanks. Great job in that series, splitting the series. They get mm-hmm. 2 out of 4 possible points. They're right where they need to be. Now they get to play the 6th place team, who's mathematically eliminated, has nothing to play for other than so spoiler and the magicians. They've got everything to play for. Meanwhile, Janesville, who's trying to pass Anchorage into that 4th place spot, they have one less game played. They need Anchorage to lose at least twice this weekend, and they have to play the Junior Blues, who are playing for the possibility of having home ice advantage for the entire Midwest Division playoffs. So you got Blues playing for playoff home ice. Yep. And then you got us playing to make the playoffs. Same with Janesville. Now, Minnesota, technically the wilderness, that is, technically have not clinched either. They have 70 points. Uh, if Janesville and Anchorage were able to win Two games apiece, so if Anchorage ends up with 72, if Janesville ends up with 71, and if the Wilderness gets swept by Chippewa, which, uh, not an impossibility. The Steel looked good. They win two out of three games when we saw them last. Uh, so not they're 5-5-0 five, five, and oh in their last 10 games. Uh, not an impossibility. In that case, the Wilderness would be out of the playoff picture. So for the Wilderness, it's pretty simple. Win one game, you're in. For the Wolverines, they if Janesville were to sweep the Junior Blues, Anchorage would have to win two games. The goal this weekend should be four points. If you get four points, you're in. If Janesville loses one game to mm. the, the Springfield Junior Blues, Anchorage then just has to get two points on the weekend, whether that is losing twice in overtime or whether that's just winning a game. Uh, so, so basically, we need an entire... 
ice arena packed, loud fans Please. To, dis- to distract the other team. Please. I, like I said, at this point in the season, there's no excuse for Anchorage not to make the playoffs. Oh, they have the ability gosh. to. They have the skill. They have the drive. They have the best possible case schedule. They've done exactly what they need. to They're right to, where they need to be. All the way up to this point. It, now it's just crossing the finish line, making it to the postseason. And really, let's be honest, it's not the finish line because then it <laughs> just ramps right back up and then every game could be your last, yep. right? Yep. Um, and here's the exciting thing. If the playoffs started today, guess who Anchorage is playing? Fairbanks. Uh, oh, Fairbanks. Oh. It'll be an in-state first round. Oh, my gosh. Fair, <laughs> all the series listen, are five games. Fairbanks, listen, if, it, if that if happens, needed, they would have three up in Fairbanks. No. We'd have two in Anchorage. I mean, I'm telling you right now, we would have to get one of those season buses and just load fans and just drive up I'll to Fairbanks. It. And let's just like beat I, them. I didn't come with you this week. Let's buy Bet half the arena. <laughs> buy half the arena so no, the Fairbanks fans can't buy the tickets. I'll call Profit and be like, hey, we're reserving the whole you're, side. You're man. trying to pull us uh, Los Angeles Rams <laughs> on them, basically. Yes. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, cool. So now let's do a little segment here. Uh, I like to call Ask a Ref. So uh, I have a question and we actually discussed Who's this. Who's the ref you're asking? Uh, well, that would be you. Okay. Uh, you have some r- referral Back referee experience. Re- refereeing 10 experience. years since I was uh, oh, no 12, 13 years old. No biggie. Uh, so the question for a ref, ask a ref, is if given a penalty shot, does the coach get to choose the player receiving the penalty shot? So interesting question. The first thing I want to touch on is the coach doesn't even have to put, the coach doesn't even have to take the penalty shot. You are always given the option to, if you don't want the penalty shot, if you're in a weird situation late in a game, you need to play for a tie, you have the option to take the penalty and just go five on four, put them down a man. Now, Now, here's here's the answer to what you're asking. uh And again, this is an answer with multiple facets. It depends on the reason for a penalty shot. If a player is coming down on a breakaway, this is the classic penalty shot that we see called the majority of the time, not that we see a bunch of penalty shots. If a player is on a breakaway, is fouled from behind, that results in them not being able to have a reasonable chance to score, that player is required to take that penalty shot, the player on the breakaway. Mm -hmm. Now, there are other instances that uh, cause a penalty shot. If a player is on a partial break uh, and has... a a defender throw their stick to try to block their shot. That is an automatic penalty shot, and that I'm not sure what the official ruling would be. I believe the player that had the puck on their stick when a stick is thrown at them still has to take the shot. The other example that you would see come up more often than you know some of the really wacky mm-hmm. rules out there yeah. is if a player, if a player, not a goaltender, covers the puck in the crease with their hand in an effort to freeze it, the team, the attacking team is awarded a penalty shot, oh. and it is the coach's decision, um, either coaches or captains, I believe it is the coach's decision as to who is able to take that penalty shot. But now, what 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 penalty would you get for covering up a puck? On the delay game? of game. Delay of penalty game. Penalty okay. shot resulting from a delay of game okay. penalty. So, yeah, I asked Coach this on the road here, and, and, and assistant coach, uh, he, he, he said, he said, you can choose. The other coach said, no, you can't. But uh, the other part to the question was, coach was like, when would I ever want to not take the penalty shot? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to out myself as a coward. Uh, so last game of the regular season, my vet year of juniors, um, in order, we were 
in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We locked down a playoff spot weeks before, but we had one other team that was back and forth with us. We've been a couple of points ahead of them all season. If we tied or won the second to last game of the regular mm-hmm. season, we secured first. We had two games to try to get a point and secure first. We were um, awarded a penalty shot with a tied game with what? one minute and 30 seconds left. And as a captain, I turned around and looked at my coach and said, Coach, we can take the penalty here. Like, we can we can take the penalty. Like, and because in my mind, Ooh. it's like, okay, now it's five on four. Even if we don't score on the power play, we get the point we're in first place. To which I got told, shut up, Smolden. We're taking the penalty shot. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Luke McKay went down and scored on the penalty shot, and everyone looked at me like I was an idiot. But I stand by that decision that that might have been the one chance when you just need a point to lock down because a playoff spot, you might. That's like a one in a you might kajillion. Take, you almost never. You, I don't it's even almost know. always a safer bet to take Jeez. the penalty shot because it's, you know, it's almost like 50-50 yeah. a chance yep. for a goal, right? Well, I mean. You I can mean, make an argument like you're shorthanded. You have a break shorthanded. You get fouled from behind. It's a penalty shot. Instead of taking the penalty shot. You well, take I mean, the penalty, now it's a four-on-four. Four, but even then, it's like you just roll the dice 50-50 chance to score a well, I mean, in, in your case, you, you could have... You, if, you if you would have taken the penalty, you would have been in their zone, and you could have pulled your goalie, and then it could have been Well, we wouldn't have pulled our goalie because it was tied. Because all we needed Hell, yeah. was the point, so it was but tied. But yeah. um, here's, here's the real question. Here's, here's why you might take the penalty. How bad is the player uh, that has to take the penalty <laughs> shot? If it's me taking the penalty or, shot, coach, take the penalty. Just or take the penalty. It, Don't put me down on a breakaway. I'm just going to embarrass myself. Or if it's their number one goal scorer and it takes him out of the game for a little bit. There you go. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, with Big that, brain. With Big that, brain. With that, let's, uh, let's call coach and uh, talk with him for a little bit. All right, we got Coach Aikens on the phone. Coach, uh, you guys just got off the road. Uh, it was a fascinating game. Fascinating two games. I have to say, uh, before we get into everything, those guys, I think, played their butts off. Second game on Saturday, absolutely amazing. 100% in my eyes that they were just trying so hard to win that game. What did you uh, What did you think from that uh, series? Well, I'll take the results of the first game, and, and uh, we certainly – we're pretty good in that game. I, I think we ran, you know, a, an unbelievable face-off play. And then what I was most proud of is once we got the lead, I think there's a real process to winning. And I don't know that we fully understand that yet of how you're now not able, not having to take chances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have an outnumbered rush and you need to create something, great, go ahead. And if not, yeah, I don't. I don't have to do anything spectacular. I can chuck it off the glass, get it out. I can get it behind their D. I get to the red line. I get it in. You know, we, we especially in the third period, we gave up one shot from like the top of the circles in front of the net, yeah. and then Raythan didn't have another quality chance until they pulled their goalie and he made a good backdoor save when they had an extra attacker. And other than that, you know, I thought we played really smart. Then I thought on Saturday, you know, you go in there, you have a chance to to sweep. And it's obviously a difficult place to sweep. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're they're a good hockey team. They they have a lot of pride. They're fighting for first place. Um, I I thought just the whole game, I didn't think we were quite sharp enough to to win. We We mishandled some pucks. I just didn't think we were great. And I thought they 
played very well. I thought they played better defense where, you know, we had a hard time generating real quality chances and, you know, you have to give them credit for battling back on Saturday. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they played great. Uh, to me on Saturday, it looked like they were having a really hard time just getting it out of our zone. We spent quite a bit of time in our zone, correct? Yeah, uh, no doubt. We just, you know, and it, some of that was them, some of that was us just not being like, sharp mentally. And, you know, sometimes uh, we had a hard time catching a pass that was right on our tape. Sometimes we, uh, um, you know, didn't find guys that were open and, you know, they were very aggressive on their forecheck, and you know, we just they didn't feel like we were totally on our A game. And, you know, I think we probably needed our A game to be able to find a way to win that. Well, Coach, I mean, man, you're saying all the right things about holding on to a lead. I'm wondering if you could talk to the Toronto Maple Leafs or imagine how many 4-1 <laughs> leads they wouldn't have blown uh, if yeah, just they could learn that skill. Crazy. You just don't see that in the National Hockey League very often. Once, once teams, you know, you look at the stats, like the team that scores first, they win a really, really high percentage of games. And it's just what I'm talking about. Like, oh, yep, I don't have to do anything crazy here. I just take care of the puck and limit your opportunities. And, and uh, you know, we'll probably be in pretty good shape. But so. You know, that's kind of a little bit of an oddity, I would say. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the Leafs curse. Looking forward to this weekend. So we're playing the Magicians. We've played them, I believe, four times so far this season, if the Null website isn't leading me astray. Mm. Uh, record of 2-2-0 two, two, and oh against them on the season, I believe. Um, you know, going into this weekend, it's it really seems like you guys have set yourself up for success. Uh, destiny's in your hands. Just four points and you're in. and. Uh, and that's only if Janesville sweeps. The, you know they have to sweep to even make a, a real attempt at it. How are you feeling going into this weekend against a team where, you know, we've we've kind of been back and forth with the whole way through the season so far? Well, we love the fact that we control our own destiny for sure. Um, you know, I I'm going to say a lot of the same things I've been saying about the last few weekends that we played. I, I just think it's three more dangerous games here. Uh, the magicians have some high-powered, offensive-skilled guys, and I don't think they play with the type of structure that some of the other teams have played with the last couple weeks. So I think it becomes even more important that we play with structure and take care of the puck and, and limit their opportunities. And if we do that, I think you know we're probably going to generate a, a, enough chances that we should be able to to tuck a few in the other end and find ways to score. Special teams will certainly be big, but it, it is three dangerous games. We, we're going into it with the mentality that we have to win at least four points, whether that's two games or however you're going to do it. But it would certainly be much easier to go in there and win the first two and um, you know take any of the mystery out of it. We would, we would lock up a playoff spot at that point. And then we'll see what happens between the wilderness and James. So. Well, and I mean, I can see what you're talking about with the structure. Fairbanks, obviously, it, no doubt they're structured. You have to, I think if you're the first place team and you've held on to that spot all year, you can see in their play, they're a very well coached team. They've got a lot of skill and they've got the systems to back it up. But, you know, a team, when we're talking about structure, a team that I feel like really showed a lot of structure was actually Chippewa. Uh, especially in that Thursday night game, 
they're so dedicated, um, especially on Thursday, to that one-three-one trap that they're running. And obviously not at this level, but speaking with a little bit of experience, I know that for us, whenever we ran into, we had one team in our division that loved that one-three-one trap, and we had to take a whole week of practice, and we do nothing but run up against that. And now when you're playing a team that's so far the opposite way, it's all about you know that run-and-gun offense, less structure but more skill. It's definitely an adjustment uh, from a player's standpoint, I think, to to have to switch over and and beat them um, in a structured. It, it's hard to stay structured yourself when when another team's running all over the place like that. Yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. And that's you know, I, I really don't want to get into a run and gun game. That that's kind of how that is how we played early in the year, and it really was. You know, for me, you're rolling the dice and you're you're gambling a lot. I don't want to take chances defensively to create offense. Uh, I think it's a much safer way to play with uh, some structure. So, you know, I, I'm never going to get away from being a, a puck possession offensive guy. But, you know, you have to play with some structure in your game. And so that's really what we've focused on. It's been a short week. You know, we, we really only had yesterday and today to, you know, kind of go over some of that stuff. So, um, and it's just at this point of the year, it's just brushing up on some things. We're not introducing some uh, earth-shattering, you know, uh, new concepts to our players at this point. So it's just making sure everybody's on the same page. And I, I think it's more of a mental um, preparation that's going to be the difference at this time of the year, whether you win or lose. It comes down to a few plays during the game. And, um, you know, hopefully you can come out on top. Well, Coach, you got a long weekend ahead of you. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday game. Uh, we appreciate you uh, allowing us to call you. We'll uh, let you get back to your, your game plan. And so thank you for uh, joining us on this podcast. Good luck this week, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, a pleasure to have Coach on, as always, Mike. Uh, man, the last time we're going to talk to him before yeah. the regular season's over. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll see him at the rink tomorrow. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, I guess it's today when this episode's today, yep, dropping. Yep. But a couple more things I want to talk about this weekend, just to remind people. If you enter the code, and this is if you're going online Ooh, and get your tickets, code. secret, secret code. I know, secret codes, secret codes, anchoragewolverines.com, mm-hmm. get your tickets. Again, the last games of the regular season, this is going to decide where not only whether the Anchorage Wolverines end up in the playoffs, but where they end up in listen, the playoffs. Listen, I saw a pyramid in Fairbanks that quadrupled the size of ours. I swear, fans need to get there. Step it up. Step it up. Get Let's your go butt all down the way to around the rink. The rink. Let's go if all you, the way around the rink. If you have not been to a Wolverines game at this point and you're listening uh, to this podcast, A, you're either out of town. You. Shame on you, but... Congrats for listening to us. I'm <laughs> glad that you at least find us entertaining enough to listen, even though you haven't yes, been to a game. I appreciate you. Get down to the rink yep. because this weekend is huge, 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 huge. Can't say it anymore. And get your tickets. So here's your secret code. Secret code. Playoff push. <laughs> kids, any kids, free admission into the game Thursday, Friday, Saturday with the code playoff push on AnchorageWolverines.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you are active or former military as long as you have a military id ten dollar admission to the thursday night game with the code defend the ben so defend the ben ten dollars for anyone with a military id playoff push kids free and that is thursday friday Friday, Saturday. saturday be there 
RB Square. Well, just like that, we've reached 30 plus minutes of podcast, and we want to appreciate every one of you for sticking with us for 30 glorious minutes. In six months. In six months. the regular season. Man. So now it's, uh, you know. Playoff push time. Time to get it done. It's been playoff push time for a minute. Now it's time to get it done. They're right there. Get it done. Uh, if you want to, if you're not going to be able to make it to the game, every game on Hockey TV exclusively, and to get in touch with the broadcast or the podcast, the email to do so is live at AnchorageWolverines.com. That's L-I-V-E at AnchorageWolverines.com. And not only can you watch this game, you can watch all those other series that are going on because every series in the NAL this weekend matters. Uh, for Isaac Smolden and myself, Michael Cook, uh, we are out of here. I'm going to go home and have some cake. Have some cake, have some ice cream. Happy birthday. Until next time, go Wolverines! Go Wolverines!